What's going on, everybody? It is the Searching for Something podcast. We look at everything and anything from every angle to see if there's something worth talking about. And today, I'm essentially getting on the microphone with the intention of letting my mind wander, searching in real life time, seeing what the fuck's in my head. And something that did go through my head earlier today was I was at the gym, I was listening to some music. And before the song that I'll be discussing came on, I was starting to experience some of the emotions that some of my thoughts, you know, were attached to. And so, you know, I'm thinking and feeling a certain way. And if I were to categorize it as, you know, high vibration or lower vibration, I would say this was a little bit more lower vibration. Sometimes life can get there. And so I'm just thinking about these things. I'm trying to wrap my head around it and just express and feel. And the song, this is when a song came on and it just made me start thinking. The song Superhero, uh, it's a song by Chris Brown, Future, and Metro Boomin. And so I'm feeling this type of way. And don't get me wrong, this is a good song in terms of the beat and it it is a banger it goes hard but this the lyrics that seeped into my skull and was trying to touch my soul which i didn't let touch was the way the song opens is drinking dope turned me to a superhero yeah yeah hit that pill turned me to a superhero yeah yeah I was like, wait, what the fuck am I listening to? Don't get me wrong. Future, I like future in the sense that he makes me think of really the unholy trinity, which is to make uh, to make money, which there's nothing inherently wrong with money, but, you know, people get greedy and it leads to evil. So it makes me think about getting money. It makes me think about fucking bitches. Pardon my French, but when we're going to be talking about future and rap, we're going to have to use the same language he uses. So it makes me think about making money, fucking bitches. And then the last one is doing drugs. And that's exactly how this song gets opened up. Drinking dope turned me to a superhero. Imagine there's a nine-year-old kid. He's chilling at home and he sees the new metro booming album dropped and has all these features it's like oh shit yo future on the track listening to it and they're bumping this over and over and over again drinking dope turned me to a superhero and as i was thinking these emotions i'm like what it made me feel a little better but not better in the sense that oh my gosh i'm transcending from the lower vibration that i was in and I'm starting to solve my problems. I'm connecting the dots. Holy fuck, I'm healing. It was as if it was like a demon was trying to get me to pop a perky. And I'm like, whoa, like, hey, yo, I'm a per- I'm on a perk, though. So now I'm just chilling. I'm slow. I'm delayed. And now who gives a fuck about anything? And I was like, Jesus Christ, this is what kids are mass, like in mass chanting. We don't got kids in church. I'm not even advocating for religion at this point when I'm saying in church, but would you rather have kids chanting stuff about God and positivity or do you want kids chanting about how they hit that pill and it turned them into a superhero? Like, 
Like I said, don't get me wrong, that beat go hard, but it's hard for all the wrong reasons. You know, let's think about even Juice World. Juice World was a famous rapper. He had overdosed on drugs. There's no need to fully go into that situation itself and, you know, pull back the layers of, of that whole ordeal. But if you think about it, there's a interview that Juice World did and he said one of the first things that he told Future was, yo, bro, like you introduced me to Lean and Future was just like, wow. And I guess he sort of apologized. And um, Future, he talks about how I guess he told XXL, uh, you know, a hip hop magazine, he was he was saying how it was never his intention to encourage Juice World or any listener, for that matter, to try drugs. Okay, Future, uh, your lyrics in this one song alone is drink and dope turn me to a superhero. If I'm an impressionable little kid and I hear this song, I feel like if I'm popping pills, I'm drinking dope, I'm a fucking superhero. How are you not influencing kids to do drugs is what you're saying. You have a song where you're talking about piss and codeine. I was listening to this song and I was like, damn, I want codeine. I want to see if my piss will turn purple. These are thoughts that were genuinely in my head, more so as a joke, but... It actually is real. This shit is true. This is hypnosis. And people are like, dude, you're just throwing out words. No, it's not. Well, okay, well, let's look up Google. Okay, let's just start there. What is hypnosis? Hypnosis, right here, it states, is a human condition involving focused attention, reduced peripheral awareness, and enhanced capacity to respond to suggestion. So I have focused attention on the music, I have reduced peripheral awareness because I'm sucked into the beat. The beat is incredibly captivating and is completely warping my whole reality around me. And it is creating an enhanced capacity to respond to suggestion. He's telling me to piss codeine. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm a piss codeine. I don't even know where to get codeine. But now you start asking around and now you start asking for that pilly. And now you're a damn superhero. No, you're not. This album, the song is called Superhero, and then in parentheses, heroes and villains. This is a damn villain arc. This ain't nothing about being a hero. And so I have my own personal story with being, you know, in a state of, you know, responding to suggestion, enhanced capacity to respond to suggestion, hypnosis, where I loved Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke was one of my most listened to artists one year. And I thought everything that he talked about was was bangers. This the, I thought he was somebody that was a, a legitimate figure in just street culture where I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy isn't just putting on a mask, repping this set for show. Like, this is his life. His lyrics are real. This isn't just like Lil Tecca talking about how he's dripped out in designer. And he's like, nah, I'm broke. A lot of people do this in rap. They talk about stuff they've never have actually been through. But something with Pop Smoke in terms of just his raw realness, his raw, his life and how he put that into music and, you know, how he really brought over UK drill to the United States. You know, Chicago, they got a drill scene. But in terms of 
putting drill on the map that was Pop Smoke. And so I always got to put my, you know, take my hat off and respect for what he's done. But because I was in this almost hypnotic state where I have focused attention, reduced peripheral awareness, and an enhanced capacity to respond to suggestion, I'm almost listening to Pop Smoke as in he is someone I should listen to. And I want to be like Pop Smoke. And there's a song, Invincible, where he says, this is a lyric. He said, I said, I feel invincible. They like, Poppy, what you get into? I pop a perk, go retarded. Wait. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. I was like, oh shit. Okay, that, that kind of go hard. And then there's other songs that Pop Smoke has where he's talking about how he's given some bitch his percolated dick and she's going to do some percolated tricks. And I'm like, dang, like this man keeps talking about the perkies. Like what the fuck is a perk? I didn't even really know what a perk 30 was until he constantly kept repeating it into my ears. I'm getting skull fucked in my ears about needing to take a perk. And I'm like, whoa, um, maybe I should take a perk. And it was always something that I joked around with and never really took seriously. There was nobody that I knew that had perks or the ability to push them around. But I was like, if the opportunity presents itself, I'm open-minded enough to experiment, to try something new. And, hey, let's see where this goes. And so I ended up in my years at the University of Washington. I'm sitting down. And I'm playing a friend's Xbox console. This was summer. This was like a Friday night. People are hanging out. They're having a good time. And this gentleman, he tells me that because I'm listening to Pop Smoke on a speaker and I'm bumping it as I'm playing. It's a Friday. It's summer. Like I said, I'm having a good time. There's people downstairs. They're kind of more along of having a party. But I said, you know, I'm going to take it easy this night and just kind of chill with myself. If there's anybody that's down to have a convo, one-on-one setting, you know, friends walking by and passing, let's do that. You know, I wasn't really in the mood to, to do anything more than that. And so this friend who owned the console that I was playing, he said, Hey, yo, you, you like pop smoke? I said, yeah, I'm bumping it right now. This shit goes hard. And he's like, yo, like you want to be like pop. And I said, what? I mean, no, I don't really want to kill people and be gang affiliated. No, no, I actually don't want to be like Pop, but I like his music. And he said, no, no, no. Like, yo, have you tried a Perk 30 before? And I said, yo, Perk 30? Like, Pop's one and go-to, you know, holy drug? And he's like, yeah. He's like, dog, I got a Perk. He's like, I got Perks on me. I'm like, why the fuck you got a Perk? He said, that's not the point. I'm asking you, do you want a Perk? And in that moment, I'm bumping literally invincible. And he's talking about how he's popping a perk and going retarded. I'm like, whoa, like, okay. And then later in that song, he talks about how he's off his percolated shit, percolated bitch, gave her his percolated dick. He showed her percolated tricks. And this is all happening as he's asking me, do you want a perk? And I'm like, uh... I mean, you got Venmo? He's like, of course I got Venmo. So I slide him a Venmo. And next thing you know, 
I'm staring into the eyes of a perk 30 and almost no hezzy. I just get it some water, quick little gulp down the hatch. And now I'm on a perk 30. And why the fuck am I on a perk 30? What am I doing? It was going back down to being in that state of hypnosis, which again is stated clearly right here on the internet as a human condition involving focused attention, reduced peripheral awareness, and enhanced capacity to respond to suggestion. And I was clearly in this state. I sent the Venmo perky down the hatch, and I'm now just chilling playing Call of Duty. And I'm playing the video game, and eventually I start feeling nauseated. And I get up, I go to the bathroom, I puke. My body's not really responding well to this. I end up ordering some food. I ate it. I started feeling a little bit better. Started kind of calming down. I wasn't feeling anxious, but it just kind of felt this sense of nausea in my body. And it wasn't that much fun. And I am realized in that moment when I woke up. Actually, not in that moment. Actually, in the moment, I am thinking, what the fuck am I doing? But then Pop Smoke is still bumping, and I'm just consuming a video game. So I'm like, hey, I know what I'm doing. I'm I'm popping a perk. Hey, hey. And I'm hitting the woo, and I feel like I'm part of the crew. It's like, no, I'm not. Couldn't be anywhere further apart from the crew. I'm not woo. I'm not in Brooklyn. Grew up on the border of Washington and Canada. I'm, fur I'm as far removed as that gang life as I could, but... In that state of enhanced suggestion, took the perky. Next morning, I vowed not to do that again. And that I did that, one, as a tribute to Pop Smoke, out of respect. And I realized how fucking stupid that was. But then it made me start thinking. I'm like, wait, hold on. Let me extrapolate out. There's little kids listening to this song. And then Future, like what Juice World said. He's like, yo, you, intru you introduced me to Lean. All these songs... Is just promoting terrible things, promoting drugs, fucking killing people, and is is glamorizing this whole lifestyle, and it's terrible. It's not good. It's in your ear. I was listening. I was at the gym trying to heal, trying to be, get stronger, trying to work through my problems, and now futures in my ear talking about if I drank some dope, I'd turn into a superhero. If I hit that pill, I'm a superhero now. The fuck. Um, so we're all getting tricked to be put into a lower vibration. And when you are kind of on this state of, yo, I'm in demon mode, I'm in demon mode. What do you hear the word you're saying? You're saying you're a demon and you're surprised that you're doing bad things. You are in, you're in a state of hypnosis. And so I'm not sure really how to stop this it's all just getting bumped and bumped by everybody um like that's part of the reason why i have a problem with cardi b and like meg the stallion and people say oh well you you don't like them because they're women and they're rapping did you just hear what i said about future and pop smoke it's like i don't like what they're talking about either they're talking about Taking pills and killing people and, and committing crimes and fucking bitches and hitting them raw. And then Future is the most glamorized deadbeat dad in the world. Future has made abandoning your child cool. As long as you just be like, hey, yo, it's like I'm Future, huh? 
then it's kind of funny. And then somehow it's okay that you abandon your child. You know, these are the people that we have influence in the world. So that's why it's not about Cardi and Megan Stallion being women, but it's the fact that they are women that they're now talking to this whole other group of people of, you know, half the population where they're talking about sucking dick for a Chanel bag is is cool and admirable. And the reason why I have a problem with this is because all of these songs nowadays are being streamed from TikTok. And who is on TikTok is children. Kids are on TikTok. And the you're talking you have them dancing and shaking their ass and they're singing WAP. You're talking about wet ass pussy. This is a, ch a fucking adolescent child. This is terrible. This is not good. And if you think this is good, there's something wrong with your head. There's a screw that's loose. This is it's Satan on Earth. And when I say Satan on Earth, there may be some people going, "Ugh, here we go. We can't escape the God talk, can we? It's all about science. It's all about this. It's like just well, first of all, shut the fuck up. Let's just think about for a second. Let's just take a step back. Let's think about the probability of you existing as you. Okay. What is that probability? Well, I went ahead and did some digging and one of the numbers that I was able to come across for the probability of you being you is one in 10 to the power of 2,685,000. And so in case that number is not making that much sense to you, that's 10 followed by 2,685,000 zeros. So who gives a fuck about winning the lottery? You already won by being yourself. But so it's like, OK, let's take that as that. All right. So really, none of us are supposed to be even alive. It's a miracle that we're here. But then people will say, oh, no, no, no. Like there is evil. But nah, like all that God talk, like just shut, shut, shut the fuck up. It's like, what? One cannot exist without the other. It's yin and yang. With good comes evil. Without darkness, there cannot be light. Like, this is straight up as simple as I can fucking put it. And so when we hear these, these songs, they're putting us in this mass state of hypnosis. And they're trying to lower the vibration of the people. They're trying to close off portals for you to really heal for you to really figure out what's wrong with you. I was in the gym. I, was, I felt like I was getting close to figuring out why I was feeling that certain way. And then Future told me that if I do drugs, I'm a superhero. And so me being a little bit more, I would say, on guard for people trying to infiltrate my mind. There are children who are listening to this. I see videos online of little kids singing King Vaughn. That dude was a murderer. He killed people. And you got your little infant child like rehearsing those lyrics. It's like, the fuck is wrong with you? We're just living in a state where things are going backwards and we're doing drugs and don't get me wrong, you know, everything in moderation. I'm not saying that you got to be a saint. You got to go be a monk and deject from society and go into the woods and just meditate all day long. All I'm saying is we need to be careful with 
the ideas that we let seep into our mind, the words we hear, because words have power. Everything in the world is vibration. And so if I'm able to speak, which is one of the greatest powers that we have, words have encoded vibrations within them. And so if I'm constantly saying the same negative stuff to you over and over and over again, and I just so happen to have the privilege of being in your ear and telling you every single day that you listen to this song, that if you do drugs, you're a superhero, eventually I'm going to feel less guilty doing drugs because I'm like, hey, yo, future though, future though. Like I said, anytime I listen to a future song, he makes me want to make money, fuck bitches, do drugs. Every time. That's one of his, his, that's his genius is the ability to make people think that. And so it's scary because you don't want to get wrapped up into that world. And so next thing you know, you are, you know, popping bottles and, and hitting licks and pulling guns out at people. So I say all this because Satan is going to hide in plain sight and is going to essentially buy your trust. It's not earning your trust. He's going to buy your trust because here's the material glamour. Oh, look this way. Here's this. But the moment you go down that path and you realize that you got stabbed in the back, there's only you to blame. This, this is genuinely how Satanists think. If I was a Satanist and I was hanging out with you and we're chilling at my place and I say, hey, if you go into my room, I'm going to grab a rock and I am going to hammer your temple as if there's an imaginary nail there until you are no longer breathing. You'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with you, dude? Why do you have that kind of imagination? Why are you even thinking that way? But I said, no, I'm just giving you a warning. If you go in that room, I'm going to kill you with a rock by smashing your skull in. And you go into that room and I kill you. There is no feeling of bad karma in the Satanist soul, because I told you, I stated my intentions. And so by their logic, the only person to blame is you because you made the wrong decision by trusting somebody that has the ability to provide this type of horror and terror on you. Is what psychopaths are. Psychopaths blame other people for allowing them to get manipulated and used and abused. They say, that's your own damn fault. You let me do that. You let me. I just so happened to be, you know, dressing it up. I put a bow, was charming about it. But at the end of the day, you made the decision to let me kill you with a rock. So this is the negative energy that's out there. And all I'm saying is sometimes we should turn the music off. We should start seeking light. We should start seeking love. And so in my mind, if there's evil in the world, well, the opposite of evil is, is just true, absolute love. And however you want to call true, absolute love, because think about it. The number I just gave, the probability of you being you, being one in 10 to the power of 2,685,000, right? If that's the probability of you being alive, and supposedly this is already a miracle, that number itself, in my mind, is beyond human comprehension. I can't imagine that number. It's not a number I can I can picture. Like, once the number is that big, I just trust that it exists. It's almost like a leap of faith, even, by saying, oh, yeah, 
that exists, but I don't know. I can't wrap my head around it. So it's the same thing with talking about the idea of God, where it almost is, not almost, it is, it is beyond human comprehension. It is something that we can't fully 100% perceive and fully understand. So what we can understand is love and absolute love. So if you say the top pinnacle of that love is God for you, or it is just love, I don't care. I don't care how you call it. All I'm saying is when you see the evil around you, when you see the world trying to pull everybody down into a low vibrational state, let's let's remind ourselves that there is love that exists. Love is out there and that we should be opening up our hearts to heal and say, you know what? I forgive myself for taking the perk 30. I forgive myself. I was fooled. I was in a state of of hypnosis. Satan got to me. That's the thing. I have a whole episode about exploring the shadow aspect of our psyche. And so it's something that we'll never be able to truly separate from. Life in a way is suffering. And so there's always going to be these moments of being able to pull you away from the straightened path. But just know you are a being of love, and so when future's telling you to do drugs to be a superhero, just say, nah, all I need is love to be a superhero. I'm okay. I'm okay. And so when you start turning your back on love, and you start turning your back on the highest ideal of who you could be, you're turning yourself, you're, turning, you're, you're selling your soul. Let's just keep it simple for now. You're selling your soul. Right. One of the analogies that I use is that imagine yourself to be walking on the street. You're walking along. It's evening time. Let's just say it's it's approaching dusk and you're by yourself and you turn to your right and you see this house that is completely engulfed in flames. There is no car that's parked in front of the home and you hear the scream of a young child. And so the flame is not in its full glory where you will fully die, but it is quickly approaching that. And so you are left with the decision, do I run into the building and save that child potentially dying along the way in pursuit of absolute truth and absolute love? Or... Do I turn my back on that child and continue walking because I feel like I don't have the strength to go in and save that person? That's what happens when you sell your soul. The child of your spirit is in a burning building and it's saying, please help me. Please, please come save me. And you felt like, hey, I'm not a firefighter. I feel like I might get hurt. I feel like I might die if I go in there and try to save that spirit. If I try to save my soul. And so it ends up dying. And so when you don't save yourself from the fire, your soul dies. And the reason why I bring this up is because there's music, there's movies, there's TV shows, there's all this propaganda that is slowly but surely picking away at our soul and making us feel like we're not capable, that we're not enough, that we have the power to to create, we are creators. But if I can put you into a state of hypnosis, scare you, put you, strike fear into your heart, have all this anxiety going on, then I can just get you to consume only. 
you're not going to think about creating. You will only consume. Now you're on the hamster wheel of hedonism and you're stuck and you're going to be there till you die because your soul got sold. And so all I'm saying is, hey, we're all been put on a path. That's the Tao, the way um, in ancient uh, Chinese culture. It's I have another podcast episode where I go into explaining the Tao, but just think about your path that's right ahead of you. And it's your life to put one foot in front of the other. And so when you don't do that, you start getting off the trail. You're getting off your path. And so now you're bushwhacking. And now you may have fell, fallen off the cliff. And now you're dead. And so I'm more meaning that in a metaphorical, spiritual sense where your person started bushwhacking, got off the straightened path, and your soul fell and died. And so now... I can control you. And by I, I don't mean me. I mean people who have influence, who have control, who want you to buy more, spend more, look this way, don't buy that. So everybody is out to manipulate you. And so I I think that we should just stick to the script. You know, sometimes I look at the path as in it's a script and God's the playwright. You know, there's something beyond human comprehension that's at play and it's, it's writing the scenes It wrote the trees, it wrote the animals. And so I'm like, hey, my path is my script. Let me stick to the script. Don't get me wrong. And then people say, well, hold on for a second. What Does that mean you're arguing that free will doesn't exist? Are you saying everything is determined? Well, no, I, I essentially am saying that God's kind of like a director and he hired you to be an actor and he gave you your lines and the script. And say, yo, here's the story. Here's your lines. And so every now and then, some of the best cinematic, you know, iconic scenes in history were improvised. And so that's kind of what I mean. We do have that ability to exert our will, to change the script a little bit. For the most part, we have a script. We have a path. And so the more we put trust in love and stray away from the dark depths of the shadows and evil, we will be okay. Every once in a while, when it's your turn to be on camera for you to deliver your lines, you can't improvise. We may have to say, cut, do it over again, and say, yo, stick to the script. And then you improvise again, but then this time it hits. We don't know, right? This is your story. This is your movie. Keep interacting with the director and keep reading your lines and keep moving forward. Maybe improvising is the way to go, but sometimes sticking to the script is the way to go too. So I opened up my mouth seeing where it was going to go. And I guess my mind naturally went to here. And it all started with future. Talking about me to do drugs, to turn into a superhero. So if there's anything that you've walked away with, it's that we need to not, Maybe we should take a break with, from certain artists and say, hey, maybe I don't want to listen to that for right now. Maybe it's like a cigarette or like a beer. We're like, I don't want to, I'm not going to ever buy a pack. But if I'm walking by and somebody hands me a cig and says, yo, we're just smoking cigs, maybe smoke the cig just the one time, but you don't buy packs. Maybe it's like that. And so to end this, I want to kind of reference Socrates. And the reason why I want to say Socrates is because he saw that the path of wisdom is the path of seeking truth. And this search is endless. Thus, the path of wisdom is the path of an endless search of truth. 
And so that's exactly what we're doing here on the Searching for Something podcast. We're just saying, hey, if we start speaking, if we start engaging in dialogue, will we come across something that we didn't already know? Is there something here that somebody tuning into this? There's people from all over the world tuning into this. If you hear these words come into your mind, maybe this will allow you to realize that, whoa, I'm bushwhacking right now. My soul's bushwhacking. Let me go back on my path. Let me go back. Let me turn the music off. Let me say no to Cardi B for a second. Cardi B, I know you maybe do got the WAP. Maybe you do. Maybe you ain't lying. Maybe that's a no cap. But at the same time, don't don't let the five-year-old child know that you got WAP. Just let me know you got WAP. And let me do something about it. But don't broadcast this for the world to be doing TikTok dances. Because that's damn... That's just inappropriate. And that is degeneracy that is just evil that is the shadow realm and that's where they want us so hey if there's anything that i've said here that's making sense then it's making sense and if you feel like it's not i mean that's the whole point right sometimes things make sense sometimes they don't but it's thoughts ideas that allow us to start exploring the material of our own mind so this has been the searching for something podcast the main takeaway here like i said is maybe turn the music off Maybe just listen to your thoughts. Maybe just look within and see what's going on with you. Maybe don't take that perk. Maybe Pop Smoke won't be happy you took the perky. You ain't woo. But at the same time, you ain't woo if you ain't winning. So that's what he said. I don't want to unravel that. So you understand what I'm saying. Turn your back on the shadows from time to time. When you catch yourself listening to some lyrics and you say, oh, that was kind of pretty fucking explicit oh whoa that was really inappropriate maybe turn it off and just say hey what's in my own mind what's going on maybe put on a binaural beat and just kind of hear some of the vibe like a, a good frequency that's going on with your head to engage into you know in uh hemi-sync cross your legs start breathing maybe that's the sound you want to hear maybe just hear your own voice create your own music that's an alien song i just made an alien song find out your alien songs so this has been the searching for something podcast thank you so much for tuning into this point turn your back on the shadows the shadows ain't gonna go anywhere because they stay there they're part of life is yin and yang it's a constant battle it's like we're arm wrestling but every once in a while you say yo why the fuck am i arm wrestling right now can i go like get a cup of water and like rest my arm out from all this future talk talking about piss and codeine so thank you for listening to this point this has been the searching for something podcast i am sending love the word love itself helps feel love in the heart so i'm going to be ending this podcast episode by saying love 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 okay stay loving bye peace and love <laughs>